0: Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay. Today, I'm again joined by Grace D'Angeli. Welcome back, Grace. Thank you. It's great to be back. Now, in our last episode, we spoke about a hero's journey of breast cancer, and we kind of touched on it. And today, I want to talk about living authentically despite trauma. So how do the
1: two things link up for you? Okay so basically what it was is when life gives you a feather listen obviously we I didn't listen for the feather and things like that and what it was is I wasn't living my authentic self I wasn't I was living in the shadow of someone else I was living in the shadow of what I thought of who I was meant to be, you know, I was meant to be this wife of a successful businessman in construction. And, you know, you just, you're just the office girl, Grace, and you just stay in the background and things like that. So that's how I was living my life. And it wasn't who I am. I'm a, I'm a very open, bubbly person. Um, I'm full of life and things like that. I like to joke. I like to be honest. And I wasn't able to be honest all the time. So, you know, with that, Being diagnosed with the cancer actually was my gate to heaven, even though a lot of people think it's a gate to hell. In my way, it was a gate to heaven because I started saying, no, 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 no. Now I get to say what I want to say. Now I get to be who I want to be. I'm going to start living the way I want to live. And it's what I said was I was all about my needs and a lot of people think it's selfish it's not it's selfless because I started to look at what I wanted prior to me being diagnosed me and my husband we've been married 12 years this year and we were going through a rocky a really bad rocky patch in 2017 like to the point where We were both walking outdoors. And even though we sort of came together in 2018, we still weren't all there. And what I noticed was I was living in his shadow, although he always used to say to me, stop living there, step forward and walk beside me do you and i do me but what it was is i was always thinking no 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 you know because i grew up in a in a, an italian environment where the man stands forward the woman just stands back and just be quiet so and he kept saying that and i didn't realize until when i was going through my self healing and part of the process was like i said i actually went to peru myself so to go back a little when i got diagnosed they told me Yes, you've got breast cancer. The moment she told me, you know, we're going to have to operate on you. We're going to get this thing out. We're going to get this thing out. I was about to sign, like you said, you're in a bubble. You don't know where you are. You just do whatever they tell you. And I was about to sign off this form for her to do an auxiliary clearance on my arm to take out my lymph nodes and to remove the tumor that they had seen. And I said, no, I said, okay, yeah, yeah, where do I sign? And I remember my husband saying to me, Grace, you need to think about this. So he, we said to her, can we go home and think about this? And she said, sure, sure, go home and think about it. That moment I put a dream team together. My husband said, you need to put five of your closest friends and relatives and you need to create a dream team. Now, through my dream team, we sat around and we worked out what was best to do. How do we tackle this? And one of them was, Grace, you are going to go back. you are got to go back to Peru and start Healing yourself from the inside out. Now, a lot of people think, okay, you drink medicine there, you drink, you know, a brew of some sort of plant medicine, and you know, you just vomit, (laughs) purge, whatever, things like that. But it's not about that. It was about bringing up things, not judging them, watching them and letting them go. So, what I was doing is I was healing a lot of my past, I was healing a lot of that trauma. Um, and that's where it began, but it didn't end there. See, because what happened was I got back, um, from doing two weeks of a strict dieta. They call it dieta over there because I was drinking plant medicine twice a day and eating a very bland meal. And, um, I get back and they're like, no, 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 Grace. Oh my goodness. It's grown. It's grown. And so I thought, okay, I got to do something now. So back to my dream team and I decided to go to Bali Ubud and do Ayurveda. And again, that's a detox of your body, but it's not just detoxing the body. It was detoxing the mind because I'm 57 years old and I never dealt with my trauma. I never dealt with the age of 21. I'm at my birthday party, my 21st birthday party, and I'm actually in a bathroom on my own contemplating suicide when there's a room of like, I think it was about 100 or 150 guests or having fun, having a great time, um, and you know celebrating life, and there I am thinking, how do I do this? How do I kill myself? So, and what it was, it was because I was suppressed. I was in a, an environment that I was suppressed. I was in an environment where I wasn't able to speak up. Obviously, I've got an Italian father who was very strict, couldn't do anything, so I I had that trauma, you know, and things like that, and then you know. I never thought I'd be married, you know, because I was always told you'll never get married. You'll never find someone. You'll never, you know, you'll always be that. Oh, Grace, you're such a great girl. You're such a good girl. That's what I kept getting told. You're such a good girl. But it was never, you know, marriage material. So you're carrying all of that, you know. Then I met my husband. We met 21 years ago now, but we met when the internet first started. It wasn't a dating site, it was way before Facebook and all of that. And because I grew up in an environment where a man needs to be loyal. If not, he's cheating on you. I grew up thinking, well, I'm not going to go anywhere near you because you're cheating on me. Every time you speak to the girl, you're dating her, you're sleeping with her. So could you understand where I'm coming from? So I had all that jealousy behind now, fast forward to 47 years, I've got all this stuff that I need to deal with. So there I am 14 days doing a detox of Ayurveda and I'm purging. I'm crying. That's the purging I did. It wasn't the body purging. The body was healing itself because I was getting rid of all of that rubbish that was inside of me. So I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, this is actually really good. And one of the greatest, greatest things I did which helped me just recently was I forgave my father. I forgave my father for what he had done, but I thanked him. I thanked him and my mother for allowing me to be the person I am today because without that trauma, I wouldn't be that strong woman I am today. So here I am. I get back from my Ayurveda. And I get told, no, Grace, it's still there. Oh, my God, you know, and I thought, you know what, I'm getting a second opinion. And I went and got a second opinion. So the second opinion said, you know what, Grace, let's just get it out. So we got it out. When they went to get it out, and this is this is my journey, like a disclaimer, I always say that to people, when they went to cut it out, our maestro in Peru called up my husband literally 10 minutes before my surgeon called my husband and said, Oh, I just want you to know that your wife's going to be fine. They're not going to find anything. And then my surgeon called my husband and said, the surgery went well, just to let you know, we couldn't find anything. We still did a 10 centimeter auxiliary clearance, but we couldn't find anything. So What I'm saying is, again, this is a disclaimer. This is my journey. So I'm not here to promote what I did is the best way to go. But what I did was I started to look within and know that my problems didn't stem from the cancer. It stemmed from every other thing that I wasn't dealing with. Did it stop there? No, of course, the journey with the cancer, when I say the breast cancer journey, because it was still a journey of me transforming. So we got rid of the whatever was left of the cancer in my breast. We got two lymph nodes taken out they were both negative, but I still had to fix me. I still had to deal with me. So I went and did Vipassana. So a 14 day silent meditation. Now this was the best because here I am doing a 14 day meditation, never meditated one minute of my life prior to that. I did a bit, but not, you know, we're talking almost, I think it's 16 hours a day for 14 days straight or 10 days straight. And I remember they were showing you how to deal with stuff. So, so you bring it up, you look at it, you let it go. Instead, because I wasn't, doing it correctly and I wasn't taught correctly, what I was doing is I was bringing it up and it was like I was popping it in my handbag. I was popping it in a sack. So when I got home from Vipassana, I had a sack full of BS. And I remember going to my husband, I i don't know what to do. And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, I don't know what to do with all of this. And believe it or not, that was another Cleanse. I started to pull things out one by one, and it was everything to do with my past feelings of my husband the resentment thinking he was sleeping with every girl he ever spoke to being so jealous when he had female friends and things like that and I was bringing that up and my god I am truly blessed to have someone sit in front of me and allow me to express all of that and it wasn't through judgment I wasn't judging him he wasn't judging me he was saying I understand where you're coming from but this is exactly what I meant by that things like that it was all about us so that's part of the healing this is part of the journey and have I finished no because life always teaches you life has always got lessons but what it's making me do is it lets me prepare for something else so when I look at things now I don't go I'm not the sort of person that goes well I've been through cancer so anything else is a walk in the park because Two years ago, I went through something worse than cancer. And when I say that, that was fear. And a lot of people think fear is worse than cancer. Fear would have killed me two years ago before the cancer would have because it had me by the throat in a corner and I was dying on the inside. I was dying as a person because I was fearful of everything. Oh, I had a headache. It must be cancer. My thumb hurt. Oops, must be cancer. Uh, You know, I wasn't making plans. I wasn't living life. I wouldn't book the next day because I was so afraid. I was something was going to happen. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. So it's learning. I had to learn to get rid of it. And the way I did that, one of the process I went through was basically look at fear like it was a person. And I basically said, you know what? I've had enough. You need to pack your your shit, excuse my language, and you need to get out. I have no time for you in here anymore. You need to get right out now. Don't you ever, ever come back. And that was a way I processed that part of me. Do I get fearful today? Yes. I just don't let it pack its bags and live with me, if that makes sense. So, you know, I obviously have to go through my scans and do all of that every year, make sure everything's going well. Do I get a little bit scared? yes but I don't get fearful because I'm at the point where I go you know what Grace if nothing's there why are you worried if something there why are you worried you got to do something about it so it's I, I i don't I can't predict the future so what I've got to do is I've got to look at it in a different way I've got to look at it and say you know what I'll deal with it when I get to that point I can't deal with it before that I just can't it's impossible. I don't know what's going to happen. And my husband always says to me, you know, like at one part the time, I, oh, you know, my shoulder must be cancer. Oh, my hip. must, And then my husband was like, wow, you're very um, greedy. You know, and that's when I realized I'm like, what am I saying to myself? So now all I say is I'm good. Everything's good. I'm good. And I don't say it verbally. I say it from the core of my being. I'm good. You're going to be Okay. And the reason I wanted to also say that the reason why it helped me forgive my father is because my I, I recently lost my father just February this year, and when he left, I was at peace because I had gotten the chance to heal that part of me where I love my father. I adore my father so much today, you know, and, and, and years ago when I healed that part, and that's what it is. It's healing all the traumas. You know, and it's understanding that it's not who, it's not the trauma that makes you, it's the story. We tend to stick to the story. Oh, poor me. You know, I was beaten up as a kid. Oh, poor me. You know, I was never pretty enough to have boyfriends. Oh, poor me. You know, I was never good enough to have my own house or whatever it is. You know, it's the stories we associate with it. That story's changed. I don't have those stories anymore, you know, because it it never did. For years I lived in those stories and what did it do? Absolutely nothing, you know. So now I just learned that in life I'm going to come across this. I'm going to come across something else. I don't know what it is. uh, I don't have a crystal ball, but I just know that going forward I need to just change that mindset and just start seeing things for what they are and not the story I create with it. So, sorry, I took so long, but um, that was, my, <laughs> that's my version anyway. I love it. And listeners, there's so many pearls of
0: wisdom in there. Like, I just, I really hope that as you listen to this episode, that you stop, you pause, you go back, you listen again, Because there's just so much in there for you that's so valuable, whether you're on a cancer journey or not, whether you recognize that you've got trauma or not. Most of us do, and we shove it down so deep, so fast, so that it doesn't hurt us. But guess what? When we do that, that's when it hurts us the most. Mm. So please, please get these pearls of wisdom that Grace has shared
1: with you. Thank you. Yeah, I, like I said, it's just, you know, I mean, with, with the way the world was in the last two years, I actually would say to people, you know what, use this moment like you've just been diagnosed with something because Start detoxing your life. And people would say, start detoxing my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I mean by detoxing your life? Get rid of things that don't serve you. Get rid of people who don't serve you. Get rid of mindsets that you don't serve you. Get rid of all of that before you get to that point where you get the, the baseball bat, you know, and, and, and life says, well, you're not listening, Grace. You're not listening. I'm trying to tell you, you've got to change something. So I always make sure I say to people, get rid of things that no longer serve you. And when I say the people in your life, you know, I'm not going, you know, just wake up one morning and say, hey, you, I used to talk to you, by the way, you're off my list. It's it's not about that. What I would do is um, if it was someone in my life that wasn't serving me in my purpose in life anymore, I would send them so much love so much light. And I would say to myself, you know, our, our lives path this way. And I wouldn't contact them because they were no longer serving me at my best interest. You know, these are the people that want to keep you in that story. And I thought, I don't want to live that story. So unless you're going to grow with me, that's okay. You want to, you want to live that story. That's, that's okay. You know, I, I send you so much love, send you so much light, but I'm going the opposite way. It's the same with your environment at your home. You know, I'm one of my things also is I also have an online store because I sell holistic things like crystals and candles. I make my own candles. I make my own candles with crystals because why? I, for me, I very much use that in my journey as well because it really helped me connect within myself. So, what do I do? I smudge my home, I cleanse it, I cleanse it of even my energy, of my mindset when I'm, eh, you know, look at this grace you're really bad today because da, da, da. we also we all have that gremlin that talks in the back but you know it's about cleansing that the moment you cleanse your home a clear home is a clear mind and i believe that and it's a clear soul so that's what i say to people if you're home because you couldn't go to work for some reason or another you got time in your hands Clean out something, even if it's a drawer at the front room, because you probably think, well, what's that got to do with your story, growth?" It has everything to do with it because the moment I clean something, it cleans a part of my brain. It cleans a part of my soul. So that's me detoxing as well. So, you know, people think detox, of course. People think detox, oh, yeah, I've got to do a lemon diet, lemon juice diet or, you know, a green drink diet. It's not the physical part of it only. It's the psychological. It's the spirit. It's the soul. And I say to people, if you don't fix the mind, the soul, the spirit, don't worry what you do. The body will not heal. The, I believe that a hundred percent. Had I not healed my mind, my spirit, and my soul, it doesn't matter what I did to my body, no matter what I was taking, whether I did decide to do chemo or not. In my case, the cons were higher than the pros. That's why I never did it. But I would say to people, well, if that, you could do whatever you want. If you don't fix what's going on inside of you, doesn't matter what you do, it'll come back because you haven't dealt with it, you know, things like that. So I encourage people to do that, you know, as much as it might hurt, obviously do it with a practitioner, do it with someone like, you know, yourself, you know, where they can discuss it. Like people contact me all the time. The funny story that I have is I used to sell crystals at markets. And people would just open up about their lives. And they would say, oh, how did that happen? And I say, it's okay. This is just the shop front. So it was like the crystals was an invitation for people to detox something that they were going through. So I would go home with a smile on my face and my husband would say, wow, how did you go tonight? And I'd say, oh, my God, I sold nothing. But I helped a woman realize something that was, she was stuck in, or I helped a gentleman open his mind and realize that there was something not working. And I'd have the biggest smile on my face. Like I had just sold out my whole store because why? Because people are able to express what they were really truly feeling. And a lot of us, society tells us just to keep it, keep it wrapped up. Like you said before, keep it in the background, pick it. Don't worry about it. That happened years ago. Don't relive the story. But look at the story, and I'm going to use my husband's metaphor here. Look at the story from all sides like a sphere. It's not two-sided. It's all sides. And when you see that story, that trauma from all sides, you understand it and you can learn and grow from it. So I think that's really, really important for people to do is just to learn how to look at things and grow from that, you know, learn to grow and never stop giving up on yourself, I guess.
0: I love it. Oh my goodness. I could talk with you
1: forever, <laughs>
0: Grace. This is fantastic. And listeners, this is just raw and fun and real. We don't often get exposed to this kind of level up of personal journey, personal learning. So please soak it in. Grace, we're going to have to cut off this conversation now. Mm. And I really have loved our time with you.
1: What's a parting couple of words for the listeners? The one thing I say to everyone is stand in front of the mirror and tell yourself you love you so much. And no matter what happens, you've always got your back. That's my number one thing I would tell people. Definitely. And I thank you for having me on your podcast.
0: My absolute pleasure. Now, Grace, what's that fabulous website people can find you on? Sure. It's www.theangelsofgrace.me. Love it. Listeners, this was your episode 155. Thank you again for your time. In 156, we have Gordon Stein talking about building wealth with minimal effort. Listeners, Thank you and go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.